Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it is no different. I have Mr. Toriano Morgan with me. Toriano, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? I'm great. Glad to be here. My pleasure, sir. Toriano, before we get into what you're currently working on and who, and who you're currently working with, take me back in time, Toriano. Who was Toriano as a young man at school? Uh, Toriano, a young man at school, uh, I come from very, very humble beginnings. Uh, my mother was an educator. Uh, education was definitely a priority. It was instilled in me early, so uh, I got to um, get an early foundation in, in the aspect of being a lifelong learner uh, as, as far as you know, education was concerned. Um, my dad, uh, again, he, he was definitely one that prioritized education for me as well, but somewhat molded me more uh, for my personality uh, of being able to kind of open my eyes and, and show me that uh, hard work uh, is definitely the key to being success and defining success as whatever success means for you, not des- not necessarily a, a monetary goal or or a title, uh, but you know self fulfillment. So with those virtues uh, instilled in me early, the things that I didn't have, you know, didn't really mean much uh, because I knew where I wanted to go, I knew what I wanted to do. And I knew um, from a young child that uh, I wanted to be involved in athletics, uh, knowing that, you know, the odds of me making it to the NFL as a, as a player uh, were very slim. Um, I took it upon myself to, to learn the game as I got older. And I knew as a player, one day I wanted to become uh, a coach at some level. And um, outside of my parents, there were several coaches that had lasting impressions on me uh, as I come up through different times of my life, from my adolescence to my teenage years, through all the way through college, uh, even into now to where, you know, coaches were individuals that, um, you know, helped instill philosophy, uh, showed you where hard work meets opportunity, lies success, um, and just kind of molded me into uh, wanting to be a servant to, um, you know, other individuals that may not have had uh, the best of opportunities, but showed them that through hard work and through a a particular sport for me is football, that, um, you know, they could reach their ultimate goal. So I I define coach as, uh, as one that takes an individual to a place that they cannot take themselves. Um, So, it's fulfilling for me, and uh, it's, it's been a lifelong journey, and uh, truth be told, I, I love it. Awesome. Um, take me through the uh, your actual football journey. I mean, 
how, how did you become a coach? Like, did, did you play? Did you not play? What experiences made you a better coach? So on, so on. Well, I played all, all the way through college. Uh, I played a wide receiver and was captain of a two-time championship team at Tennessee State University in Nashville, uh, Tennessee. At the end of my playing career, uh, I, I definitely didn't transition into coaching uh, full-time. Um, I moved back to uh, Fort Lauderdale, where I took on a, a position in the healthcare industry. And uh, I coached high school football, you know, as a, as a volunteer. Uh, and as I got the opportunity to work through that, um, it became something, like I said, I always knew I wanted to do, but the opportunity had just never presented itself. Uh, so um, a particular time, you know, I might have been in my, at that point in time, in my mid-20s, um, there were a lot of transitions uh, within the healthcare industry, and uh, you know there was a lot of consolidating as far as positions was concerned, and it gave me the opportunity to not necessarily by will, but transition out of healthcare, and um, football became at that point a a, a full time uh, deal for me at that point. So I got a chance to work, um, you know, with high school football, work with some great staffs and some great schools here in South Florida, uh, which is where I'm originally from. Uh, able to help a lot of young men, uh, you know, begin to use football to present a opportunity that they probably would not have had as far as going to college, uh, and now use that college platform to be business owners, owners. Uh, work for Fortune 500 companies, and then several of them um, now are having prosperous careers in the NFL. So uh, from the high school standpoint, one of the uh, head coaches that I was working for um, got the opportunity to become a head coach at a, a university in Virginia. Uh, that was Virginia Union University, and uh, I was asked to come on as his associate head coach and offensive coordinator. And uh, from that point, you know, just been kind of um, counting my blessings, you know, as far as the successes that we, 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 we've had and was able to transition from that particular school back to South Florida to my high school, where I served as the head coach uh, for one season. Uh, then the phone came ringing again, and I was able to transition back up to Virginia State University, uh, where I'm the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator currently. Very nice. So you, you've had a bit of success with your uh, transition from local coaching to college-level coaching. Um, take us through some of the challenges that, that you faced ju uh, during that transition. What did you have to adapt to? How did you do things differently at the, at the higher level? Well, and that, that's the exact answer. Uh, some of the changes that I had to adapt to was actually change. Um, you yes. know, um, if, you, if you're looking for, uh, you know, that specific opportunity where you're going to find fulfillment, um, I guess the fundamental thought has to play into part that that opportunity might not be in the location where you're currently stationed. So you can't be afraid to... Um, move. Of course, you know, when you have family involved, as I am married and I have a son, it does become a little bit more challenging as to 
as to, you know, how quickly you can pick up and move. But with the support of them, you know, I found that it's made uh, all of our transitions uh, a lot easier. Um, the other piece of it is, is is putting yourself in the right places to network, um, joining uh, associations, uh, going to conventions, and actually sitting down and networking and putting yourself, you know, in a position to where you never know who's going to be the next person to get the next opportunity that could actually assign you now a, 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 a position uh, to be on one of their staffs. So um, just kind of not being afraid to open your mouth and network, um, ask questions, um, ask questions and ask questions. <laughs> and then when you think you've asked enough questions, ask more questions. Because um, the more knowledge that you have in this game, as in forever evolving from a student athlete perspective, from the recruiting perspective, uh, to the actual X's and O's perspective, uh, the more that you have uh, insight of the holistic picture, uh, the more value you're going to bring to a program. Um, I think having worked at the high school level uh, kind of opened my eyes a little bit from a recruiting standpoint because I've experienced it from both sides. I've experienced it from, you know, preparing the student athletes to uh, get what they need as far as their education is concerned, their test scores, um, and developing as an athlete uh, to go to the next level. And then I've also currently get it now from being the actual university going into the high school um, to recruit the uh, student athletes. So um, I think that experience for me has, has, has been uh, eye-opening and it, it's been uh, an asset uh, to staff that I've been going to because I can speak to it from experience from both ends. Very, very nice. Um, so now you've basically experienced at the high school level and now the college level or the university level. Is there any aspirations to uh, make it to the big league? If so, what would need to happen? Well, I'm, I'm always looking for, um, you know, to make the best opportunity. Um, I've, I've always, and I tell my, I have a saying that I use, it's called, it says, just be great where your feet are. And that just basically means as long as I'm respecting the station that I'm currently in and, you know, the fruits of my labor and my hard work uh, will not go unnoticed. And if that opportunity uh, presents itself, then it does. Um, but however, you know, currently it's not, it's, it's not, you know, it's not something that is going to distract me from where I am right now. Uh, so if it happens, you know, I definitely be blessed for the opportunity uh, to, to coach at the highest level. But, you know, thus far and right now, I'm currently, you know, satisfied and just still looking to grow because every day I'm still growing in this position. Uh, so as as I continue to continue to work here and grow here, um, you know, what's next will, will present itself and it will, will be, you know, based on, you know, whatever my fate has already been deemed and, and the hard work that's going to uh, whatever next step. Very, very nice. I mean, um, the college level football is, is huge. I mean, the media rights are, are, are close to a billion dollars. So it's definitely no sneeze, especially the the football aspect of 
sorry, college sports in general, media rights are, are, are about a billion dollars, and and most of that goes to college football and basketball. So they really get a lot of a lot of attention. So the, it's it's huge with, with, within itself. Um, how does how do you stay ahead? How do you keep yourself? Um, because you know your your job is very well sought after um, as a a college coach. There's so many people in the country that would would love that position, right? How do you keep yourself ahead, informed, and updated? Uh, well, again, um, clinics always learning what new trends are, uh, what what is successful, and I'm I'm talking from. Uh, well, let me back up a little bit. Being organized, I think, kind of sums it sums it all up. Uh, firstly, being organized from the standpoint of not um, understanding that I have not arrived, but there are always opportunities for me to grow. There are always opportunities for me to learn from someone. So, uh, just not being complacent uh, and uh, you know being up to date on trends that are coming. You know what's working, what's not working. Um, and the speaking with different coaches from that networking standpoint uh, to be able to continue to develop and um, driving myself on being innovative, you know, looking at what we currently do that we feel like is very good and how we can make it better. Um, I'm blessed to work with a staff of a lot of, uh, of about five coaches that uh, have the background from the high school. Uh, and the benefit with that is, you know, High school coaches are not afraid of innovation because whereas at a college, you can actually recruit what you need to make it work. At the high school level, you just basically have to work with what you have in the building to make it work. So with that, you, you kind of got to have a, a, a lot of out-of-the-box thinking. And with the out-of-the-box thinking, um, you can't be afraid to try things. Um, as long as it's sound and it, it's what your what your you know, personnel of what you have on your team and their athletic skill set to do, uh, then I don't think you should be afraid to do it. Now, from um, the coaching holistic standpoint, making sure that you're staying in tune with the needs of your student athletes um, and continuing to build the relationships with them. Um, this problem is more important than any piece of X's and O's that you that you will come across. Um, the more that your your student athletes believe in you know your philosophy and they believe in genuinely how much you care for them, that truly will make the second piece, which is the X's and O's, um, that much easier. So um, building relationships and constantly building leaders within your organization, building leaders within your team, building leaders within uh, all facets of your program will, will definitely keep you at the top. So, um, you know, always have some young guns in your in your in your room that that are looking to to want to get better. You know, looking for the genuine knowledge that you have, and you know, once that happens, you know, you create healthy competition. And when you put that with healthy leadership, um, it'll help you stay around for for the field. Very, very nice. Um, how do you see uh, the college football industry evolving or even your, your position evolving moving forward? 
Uh, yes, um, college football is, is ever evolving um, with just different trends and different different markets or, of, you know, the business components as well as, um, you know, student athletes. So uh, it, I, I think it's, it's, it's changing, and, you know, and it's, it's changing for the better. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've definitely had to step back and look at, um, you know, different things and kind of self-evaluate or got an opportunity to self-evaluate uh, with everything being put on hold uh, during the uh, COVID-19 with everything shutting down. But I think uh, the benefit of it is it's, it's given everyone an opportunity to assess or access and assess time and how, how time is being used and how much time we're spending on things daily that maybe we might find out we're spending a little bit too much time on. Um, time on things that we may need to spend a little bit more time on. So it's, it's really given us an opportunity to evolve and allow uh, technology to now be even more integrated into the uh, game due to the fact that you know we can't meet with our guys um, you know, face-to-face at this point in time. So um, it's given, you know, technology a, a, a further integration into uh, the game of college football. Has, has that made uh, coaching more difficult? I know it's not made it more difficult. It's just caused you to be a little bit more creative. Um, you know, you, you, you get the opportunity when you, when you put the... Um, Zoom calls together, you're able to uh, meet with your guys, uh, being able to allow them now from a standpoint to where you have student athletes that may not be, um, you know, in a situation to where they always have Wi-Fi or uh, necessary equipment. Uh, it does pose challenges uh, from that standpoint, um, but that's the things that, you know, we, we, we work through, so um, it's I think it made us specifically a stronger unit uh, as a football team and uh, a better unit from that standpoint. Wow, interesting. If you could give somebody three pieces of advice or three tips that is looking to come through a similar journey, what would you say to them? Uh, three pieces of advice. The first one I would say is uh, believe in what you're doing and what you want. Um, if, if you know that this is the route that you want to go, don't be intimidated by uh, location or relocation uh, for that matter. You believe strongly in, in what, you, what you want and, and go after it. Um, also have a vision. Uh, um, a vision of where you see yourself as far as your life plan and your career plan uh, with where you want to see yourself in five years, 10 years, two years, 15 years. And I use the word vision. Um, a mentor of mine, a Hall of Fame coach Joe Taylor, would always say, um, have a vision, not a dream, uh, because you can only dream when you sleep, but your vision won't allow you to sleep. So it'll keep you hungry. And keep you, you know, working to always want to obtain that vision, be it short term or long term. And the last piece I would say is, as you go through uh, this journey, uh, bring yourself in and and learn something and become an expert. Uh, whether it be recruiting, whether it be uh, 
academic support, whether it be offense, defense, special teams, uh, find something and, and, and be an expert at it. Um, that way you will always bring value to a program. And of course, the more value you bring to the program, um, the longer you'll stay employed. Yeah, it's that simple, eh? Crazy. Um, Toriano, thank you so much. You've been absolutely amazing. We, uh, due to time, we have to wrap things up. But before, before we let you go, where can people find you online or get in touch with you about, I don't know, football tips, advice, you know? Well, even, I'm, I'm, yeah. definitely, I'm definitely on, on Twitter, um, at Toriano81. That's at Toriano81 on Twitter. And um, I'm, I'm active every day. Very nice, very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go, Mr. Toriano Morgan. Thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?